This is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Peter provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg. Hello, and welcome back to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. My name is Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show today, give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at theivag.com. And while at the website, click on the podcast page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions or to set up a meeting face-to-face to answer those questions and maybe start talking about a retirement plan for you. You know, in our current economic climate, many Americans are asking what they can do to protect their money during downturns. Though recessions can often present financial challenges, a well-constructed financial strategy might be able to provide some degree of shelter from the storm. But before we dive into that concept, I want to bring in my co-host, Tony Short. Tony, how are you doing today? Well, I am doing great, Peter. I've had a good week. I just kept really, really busy with things outside and in the home and at work. How about you? What have you been up to? Yeah, it's been a good week. We had some, I had some family visit, you know, get those last minute visits in because school is going to be starting here for us uh, uh, in the next week or two. So summer's kind of winding down and trying to get those, those last minute hurrahs in with family and friends, but it's been good. It's been good Good. and busy. Thanks for asking. Yeah. And family's hugely important. And uh, that's one of the reasons why we want to protect our finances. uh, So we have more money for our families, and uh, that's what it's all about. Uh, But I think this is an important topic and a timely one because I think a healthy number of our listeners out there, Peter, have been worried about the recent events, you know, the economic downturns and, you know, what it means for their personal finances, right? Yeah, absolutely, Tony. You know, if if we were having this conversation back in February, everyone would be thinking we were crazy. But you know, then COVID, <laughs> yeah. you know, COVID hit and the economy completely came to a standstill, rightfully so, to to try try to stop the spread of the virus. But the truth of the matter is, unfortunately, by doing all those things, we've we've pushed the economy into uh, uncharted territory in in many ways. And, and though things are kind of bouncing back, you know, if we roll into the fall here and have to to do lockdowns or, or curtail business again, it may have a, a protracted effect on the economy. So, so we have to be cognizant of these things and, and be prepared. And that's what today I want to touch on some of the common sense ideas, some of the the ones that we toss around at the firm um, that might be able to help folks um, both uh, prepare, but also weather a protract a protracted downturn in the economy. So. The first thing I want to suggest to folks, and it's going to uh, hopefully resonate with a lot of people, is really getting rid or, rid or getting a handle on your debt, right? A major element of re- recession-proofing your finances is make sure that your cash flow on a month-to-month basis uh, is going to be healthy. And one of the things that eats into that cash flow is going to be debt payments. And so if you're, if you're paying out more than you're bringing in, in good times, it's only going to be worse um, if the 
the economy uh, takes a big hit and it affects your employment. Well, yeah, Peter, and I've often been told that making a list of maybe your non-mortgage debts and then attacking those debts uh, one by one is a good action plan. Do you think that's a good move? Yeah, Tony, I think that's that's a great strategy to start with, right? When you get rid of some of those lingering debts, you're also improving your cash flow, which means you have more flexibility uh, in your your day-to-day cash management if something happens to your income due to, to a, a recession. Another piece of good advice, at least in my experience, is monitoring your expenses and tightening up your budget wherever you can. Yeah, and I was waiting for you to bring that one up. Uh, what do you think are some good ways for people to tighten up their budgets a bit? You know, Tony, usually what I I tell people to do if they haven't sat down and really looked at their budget is to really create two budgets, right? One budget is for your core fixed expenses, your, your absolute needs to make sure to keep yourself alive and sheltered and protected. A secondary budget is really for your optional spending, right? It's your, I, I joke, it's your fluff. It's those things that you, that you want to do, going out to dinner, those types of things that aren't necessities, but they're really uh, things that are, are above and beyond uh, what you need to do. That way, once you've separated your needs and your wants, when push comes to shove and you need to curtail your budget or tighten things up, it's very easy to see, okay, some of these want items, I may have to curtail them or eliminate them from my budget uh, when times get tough, you know, not permanently, but at least maybe for a couple months so that uh, you can get by while your income may be down. It allows you to have the flexibility uh, and make decisions on the fly uh, by, by delineating the difference between your needs and your wants and your budget. Right. And that's key right there. Obviously, uh, some uh, good points you're making right now. And, you know, I mean, I like a good binge watch as much as the next person, Peter, but given the choice between air conditioning and a streaming service, I'll take the AC, right? Especially during the summer. In the summer, or I'll I'll take the heat when it's 10 below over streaming Netflix. I'm with you. Exactly. Yeah. So, so one of the other things, folks, uh, a great way to buffet yourself in a recession, right? And uh, we're talking about the threat of losing income. So if you tighten up your budget, but a great way to also make sure you're protected is have some sort of emergency fund, Tony, right? Right. If you, if you can find a way to save money over a period of time and create a, essentially a bucket of money that you only dip into when you have an emergency, it's going to allow you to weather, weather a, a disruption in your income, whether it's a permanent loss of a job or whether it's reduced in hours. It, it's a way it acts as a ballast to make sure you can draw out of that to still make your budgetary needs met. Um, uh, my advice generally to people when I meet with them and they ask about having an emergency fund, set a goal to have between three to six months of your uh, pay saved in an emergency fund. And, and for a lot of people, that may be a tall order uh, and they may never achieve that because uh, they have other areas they need to save or, or direct money towards. But you should have a goal of trying to have at least three to six months uh, of income saved in some sort of emergency account and also commit to not rating that account on a regular basis. Commit to only using it when it is a true emergency. Right. There you go. Uh, and that's the key, not <laughs> not dipping in for fun, but uh, right. saving it for when you really, really need it. And, you know, another thing uh, is people need to remember if they switch jobs, they might have a gap between the last paycheck from their old job and the first paycheck from the new company. 
So an emergency fund could come into handy there. And especially right now with people out of work, if they had six months saved up in a worth of, uh, you know, income saved up in an emergency fund, uh, you know, it could carry them through and they wouldn't have to worry about it. Uh, And I think that's huge, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And the emergency fund's important. And that's, you know, you alluded to, not, or I alluded to it, and you mentioned not dipping into that for vacation. If that's, or whatever else, if you're saving for a TV or, or any type of item, create a separate separate account and separate saving bucket for that, so that when the time comes, you're dipping into the money you've saved specifically for traveling as opposed to the emergency fund, which is specifically for emergencies, right? So I think that's a great idea. You know, Tony, another thing uh, to consider for people, and it's not necessarily a monetary one, but it's to be proactive within your industry and network with people. You know, even if you currently love your job, you never know what the future may hold for you. A lot of people coming into COVID-19 and this whole thing thought their job was pretty secure and found out pretty quickly that that wasn't the case. You know, I had a mentor of mine, Tony, in college that used to always tell me to make sure you keep an oar in the water because you never know what's going to come around the bend. And if all of a sudden you're in a situation where you don't have a job, if you've been out there networking and meeting with people and connecting with them, it's very likely your ability to transition into a new job or a new career um, because of uh, the impacts of a recession is, are going to be a bit easier for you down the road. Right. Right. There you go. So, you know, your comment about always keep an oar in the water reminds me of another great quote. Uh, Call on God, but row away from the rocks. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And it applies here as well, right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. You can't just uh, hope something happens. You actually have to put in a little bit of an effort, right? Yeah, and, and again, networking is a great way to do that. Both on, you can do that online, but also you can do it in person. There's a lot of different avenues um, to do that, both in your community, but also in your professional network. So right. And if our listeners have questions, how do they get a hold of you, Peter? Yeah, so if, if folks want to start having a conversation about, uh, one, making sure they're prepared for retirement, but also making sure they can weather the storm, uh, some sort of recession that may occur before they retire and want to start taking steps to make sure they're protected, they can give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at the IVAG.com uh, and, and set up an appointment and we can start having a conversation about some of these topics, but also the larger topics of, of making sure you're prepared um, both for retirement, but also the economic swings that occur in the approach run up to retirement as well as drawing retirement. Right. There you go. And I think that's huge, obviously. Uh, And you know what? We should probably keep this discussion rolling. I think it's been a really good one. Uh, You know, going through your financial strategy to find areas that might need adjustment or even an overhaul is probably a good move in the best of times, let alone right now. So what's the next piece of advice or information you have for us? Well, Tony, uh, my next thought is if you can swing it, a little extra work can boost your bottom line, right? Uh, A part-time job, a part-time second job, especially if it's one that you think you would enjoy, can really help your finances against uh, a difficult economy. You know, obviously the immediate benefit of having a part-time job above and beyond your current full-time job is the extra income that's going to allow you to build the savings. But 
keep in mind, it's also a bit of insurance, right? If you lose your primary job, um, you have something to fall back on, or at least you have another source of income that's coming into your household so, uh, so that you can balance things out or at least stay uh, above water when it comes to money coming in and money coming out uh, on a monthly basis. Right. There you go. That's really a good point. And you know, I think it's interesting. As you said, a second job doesn't necessarily mean you have to do something that's going to feel like an exhausting venture. There may be opportunities to find doing something, a job doing something you really enjoy, right? Yeah, absolutely. And and going back to the, the whole networking piece, it, again, if you have the ability and the time to have a second job, that second job could end up being your primary job down the road. You may find that you like it more than your actual, right. your, your full-time job, and, and it's a great way to transition, whether that's on your own time or whether you're forced into it because of some out, you know outside force like the economy going through uh, a, a recession or some sort of jolt like we've had here in the last uh, six months. Right, right. So what's next? So, Tony, you know, we've talked a lot about budgets and income, but it's also very likely people have some sort of retirement account or savings that is invested in the market. And as we know, the market is is going to respond to recession as well. Making sure that you have some sort of downside protection in your portfolio is critical um, to being able to weather these storms. You know, you don't need the double whammy of first the recession hitting your income and your job and then also crashing the savings that you've put away over the years into the uh, into the market. We have heard many horror stories, right, of people who have lost gigantic chunks of money during the downturns because they have worked with funds or advisors who just use a simple buy and hold strategy. They tell someone, well, buy this, hold on to it forever, and eventually when you need it, it will very likely be higher. Well, that's not necessarily the best way to do things. Making sure that you have strategies that are a little bit more intelligent that, that actually offer what we call downside protection, protection that's going to essentially be there when the market goes down you're not going to necessarily deal with those significant losses but still you can capture some of the market upside um, when the when things are really good so so making sure you're protecting the savings that you have is as critical as making sure that you protect the income um, and your monthly expenses uh, in a recessionary period right and that's wow that's a really good point and I absolutely think this is important, and it's a good time to remind our listeners that when it comes to making sure your portfolio is balanced enough to handle an economic downturn, as well as your future retirement, you have to work with a trusted financial professional, and that's going to make a world of difference. Uh, Someone like yourself, Peter, so you can build that financial strategy because it's a tricky endeavor. So why do it alone, right? Yeah, absolutely. And look, a financial plan, Tony, isn't just about managing assets that are invested in the market. That's an important part of it, but it's also making sure you have an income plan, making sure you have additional savings, making sure you're taking taxes into account. There's a lot of moving parts, and those moving parts can completely be uh, blown up by some sort of disruption in the economy, right? It's great to make a plan, but every once in a while that plan has to be reevaluated because things change. Well, if you don't have someone working with you or advocating for you, um, then you may get lost in the, the whole black hole of 
of what's going on out there. So it's important to work with a financial advisor, especially one who's a fiduciary, which we are. Um, if you want to start having those conversations, give us a call, 866-360-2724, or visit us online, and we can start talking about these these various pieces of a financial plan that can be built to make sure you weather a, a recession or, or a bad financial time. Right. And there, there again, that's really, really important. And it reminds me of that investment philosophy a lot of people have probably heard. Don't get too high and don't get too low. Just stay the course, right? Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, Tony, the, the whole stay the course, because staying the course is actually my next next point. After you have worked hard to build a financial strategy that works for you, you shouldn't allow yourself to be easily scared away from that strategy just because uh, doom and gloom may be coming across the airwaves at, at any given time. Right. And so, uh, you know, the real importance and power of a financial strategy is really evident when times are tough, uh, not when we're enjoying the economic smooth sailing as in the past. Uh, can you take a moment and just remind us about the steps we've talked about so far? Yeah, Tony, I, I, certainly. Let's review some of the, the key areas to help shore up your finances to make sure that you can weather a, a bad economic time that, that may pop up while you're approaching or, or in retirement. First one is make sure you take a look at your debt and reduce it where you can. Monitor your expenses and tighten up your budget. Um, de define, de divide things between your needs and your wants. Continuously build an, uh, an emergency fund. You may never get to the ultimate goal, but having an emergency fund that you're always working towards is important. Keeping your professional network fresh. That way you have connections that are there if you need to, to move into something else, a different job down the road, whether it's your choice to do so or the economy pushes you that way. A part-time job is a great way to create extra income, but also help that networking piece because that part-time job could become a full-time job at, at a different point. Making sure that you have protected the money you have saved for retirement with utilizing what we call downside protection in your portfolio. It's not good enough just to ride the storm out. There are ways to avoid significant losses yet still have market upturn. So making sure you look at downside protection. And then lastly, make sure that you don't drive yourself crazy with all the news um, and drive yourself out of any sort of financial plan that you've created. It's very likely you've created a financial plan um, that may need to be tweaked when things change, but it doesn't mean it has to be completely thrown out just because uh, the economy has, has gone down the drain. Right. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's not good, right? I mean, you have to have a plan in place and a balanced strategy. And this has been a great conversation so far. Uh, let our listeners know one more time. I know you're offering a complimentary consultation if they call and want to ask you some questions or get started on a financial plan or strategy. Yeah, exactly, Tony. If, if you want to take a look at your current financial plan and strategy, or if you have never done it and you don't even know where to start, um, we are happy to sit down and have a conversation with you um, to, to get the ball rolling. You can do that by giving us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at the IVAG.com. Um, we can schedule an appointment either virtually or in person, uh, whatever you're comfortable with given the times. And we will, again, start that conversation that talks about looking at your, your 
your investments, looking at your income, how are you going to create income that's sustainable through good and bad economic times, take a look at taxes, social security, all the different pieces that go into uh, a sizable financial plan, whether it's whether you're 20 years from retirement or whether retirement's, you know, 20 days away. Any of those, we will help uh, work with you and, and make sure you're all set. Right. And I think that's really, really important. I'm glad you brought that up and our listeners can just give you a call to take care of that. And you know what, Peter, this has been a great conversation so far. We've been talking about ways to build a financial strategy uh, that's going to offer some degree of protection from economic downturns. Um, What do you have for us next? Tony, for the rest of today's show, I thought it might be a good idea to switch gears just slightly and focus entirely on retirement in today's economy, right? Because today's economy is really impacted by COVID-19. So I think it's appropriate that we touch upon some of these ideas uh, and some of the worries that people have with the current economy. Right. And the economic uh, instability is really worrying people. And I think it's a good idea for us to talk about retirement whenever we can, because a lot of people who are planning for retirement or near retirement or just entered retirement, uh, that is a concern. So what do you have for us on this? Yeah. So the first thing people who may be concerned about retirement should do is really assess the retirement portfolio. We've kind of mentioned this before. And as you probably guessed, the closer you get towards retirement, the more it becomes important um, to assess the assets and, and reduce the risk in them. Because you've saved this money, the more risk you have, the, the more risk there is that you may not have the money for to create income in retirement. And especially when the when things are uncertain, you can't afford to have a significant downturn just when you're supposed to start drawing money off the off of those savings that you've accumulated over the years. So when you mentioned being close to retirement, and this comes up in shows a lot, you say if you're close to retirement, what age range are you talking about? Generally speaking, Tony, you're going to be talking about people who are in their late 50s or early 60s, right? The magic number a lot of people have in their head for retirement is 65. So if you're within 10 years of that 65 age, it's really a time to start reevaluating the risk that are, that's in your portfolio. And it harkens back a bit to what I was talking about, downside risk. Just because you're lowering your risk doesn't mean you're giving up return. What we're doing is making sure that your portfolio can can weather a significant downturn in the economy and, and therefore also in the markets. We don't want to be in a situation where all of a sudden you're approaching retirement, you need this money to create income, um, and now all of a sudden 30% of it has disappeared. We don't want to be there. We want to be in a, in a place where your, your investments and your savings is, is far more protected and, and less risky. Right. And I think that's really key right there. And risk is a big deal as well. And I think you make an interesting point. I mean, so much of setting ourselves up for the, you know, the kind of retirement we've always wanted is getting that timing right and working with a financial professional like yourself to help us manage risk uh, is really going to help, isn't it? Yeah, it certainly is. And, and that's where, you know, that's where creating a financial plan can come into place to make sure both the income uh, that you're going to need in retirement is going to be there, but also the assets are going to, you know, uh, retirement can last 20 or 30 years, Tony. You need to make sure all these pieces are going to last uh, and weather the, the economic ups and downs that over that period of time. 
One of the things I, I also think is important to mention, Tony, is that people should not be really obsessive with checking their portfolios. I mentioned this in, in another podcast. Um, if you are the type that you know checks your portfolio every day, um, you will drive yourself crazy because the markets go up and down. Um, and in today's world, markets move very fast. So things can change on a daily basis and you will drive yourself crazy. I, I tell our clients this all the time. If you're looking for a, a good uh, way, a good timing to check your portfolio, monthly is pretty good. I would even say quarterly is better. Uh, it's a much better way to take a look at what's going on in your portfolio because you have to remember you're working with a, pro- a financial professional who have set things up to be uh, a little bit more protected. So you're not necessarily having to be the one checking it every day. Checking it on a monthly or quarterly basis is, is going to suffice, especially if you have that solid financial plan. Right. And having a solid financial plan is the key here. But you know what? We're out of time for today's show. It just flew by. Peter, is there anything else you want to add before we have to go today? No, I just uh, will reiterate again, uh, the key here to weathering some of these financial downturns, whether it's as you approach retirement, whether it's while you're in retirement, is making sure you have a financial plan that's flexible, yes, but at least it's built on some solid foundation, making sure that your savings is protected, making sure your risk has been appropriately looked at, uh, and making sure that what you've saved can create the income that you need, again, in good and bad times. Um, On top of the other stuff we talked about, pre-retirement, making sure you have an emergency fund and second job and and looking at your debt. So if you want to start a conversation about any of these items, just give us a call. Again, 866-360-2724 or visit us online at the IVAG and, and we can start a conversation. All right. Thanks, Peter. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of the Ivy Retirement Podcast with our host, Peter Laufenberg. Thanks, Tony. And thanks everyone for listening. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Peter Laufenberg at the Ivy League Advisory Group. Call 866-360-2724 or visit them online at theivyag.com. Investment advisory services offered through the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC. Tilton, New Hampshire, 866-360-2724. A registered investment advisor registered in the state of New Hampshire and Vermont. Peter Laufenberg and the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC, are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.